This pizza is based off a uh, pizza place in what's called Mystic Connecticut. And it's a pizza place called A Slice of Heaven. Now, Julia Roberts stars in this particular film called Mystic Pizza. It's like pizza in Mystic Connecticut. That's what this film is based on. And we're going to take it minute by minute to figure out why we're talking about pizza in Mystic Connecticut. Well, that pizza was delicious. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe that's it. I just finished eating, so now I'm in kind of the zone of like, oh, wow, it happened. You tried some other pizza recently. I did. Why don't you start with telling us an anecdote about that? Guys, I went to Mystic Pizza in Mystic, Connecticut. No (laughs) shit. And it was very exciting. We did not know that. No. This is a surprise to us. Definitely did not receive a picture of me in front of the sign. (laughs) With a sly smile. I just like excitedly showed to everybody in my immediate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, guys, guys, check it out. Caitlin in front yeah. of Misty Pizza. Now you uh, <laughs> you sent me that picture, and uh, it was just funny because like uh, every once in a while on our Instagram, I'll like click on the Mystic Pizza hashtag and see like there's like 500 pictures just like the one that you took. <laughs> so it's like uh, <laughs> I just There's get people to- with photos that just are captioned, guess where I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like I can just add you into that like uh, list of 500 pictures that I saw that are exactly the same. Yeah, it's like person pictures, and then above them, Mystic Pizza sign. The difference is those 500 pictures were of people that we don't have on the show today. Yeah, that's true. They're we not special. 500 Caitlin's on the show. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It's yeah, yeah. What's uh, what's it like inside? Like, give us the, give us the like tour on that on the TV. Give like, us compare it to like, what is it like then? It kind of it was huge. I don't know. Like that was the main thing. Like you walk into the main spot, which must maybe might have been that original building. I don't even know. Well, that original building. I don't think that's the same location. Is not was not one of the Mystic Pizza locations, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, there's um, multiple locations. No, no. The one that they filmed in was uh, a yacht club. I think they filmed. That's right. Okay. They filmed this pizza that. in a yacht club, made up like a restaurant. And then where was the yacht club set? Uh, the yacht club was set in a restaurant. Oh, was no. it Mystic Pizza? No, no. So, so <laughs> they made a yacht club look like a restaurant, and then they made a restaurant look like a yacht club later on for the uh, marina scene with Daisy and Charlie. Mm-hmm. And cutting, uh, cutting that's corners. just the way. That's just Hollywood people. Yeah. Full yeah. of lies. All right, so it Them wasn't. Fools. All right, I was like, wait a minute, that does not look like the exterior. Yeah, nothing in this movie is even true. Oh, yeah, man. Well, the pizza's worth worthwhile. So yeah, were they good? It was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Uh, were you able to discern what the what the secret ingredient or whatever it was? No, but the one we got a slice of bacon chicken ranch or whatever, and it mm. was generous. Yeah, with the bacon. Mm. It was surprisingly but yeah it's big it's got a ton of pictures of everybody from the scenes from the movie and Mm -hmm. like back behind the scenes were they all dusty and like sun faded and stuff yeah yeah they were like crooked and like broken frames Mm -hmm. and stuff but it kind of reminded me of like an old like one of those cheesesteak places uh, the gyms on South Street that has like the upstairs where they got the famous people pictures and Mm -hmm. stuff but it was also kind of like South Street Right, isn't that yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Like Jim Steaks? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I've been there a while. Me I know neither. they have one in Springfield, but that's not the same thing. But the... Side note, Jim is the actual best cheese steak. It is. Uh, in yeah, I'm, uh, I'm more of a Lou's guy. Or Lewis's. 
I don't think that's, that's real. That's in Folcroft. Mm. I like Waltz. Also. I always tell people <laughs> when they ask me where the uh, the best cheesesteaks are in Philly, I'm like, Folcroft. This place called Lou's. <laughs> it's like, you know, 25 miles outside. And they're like, oh, come on. Well, no, the best part, though, so we parked. We parked on a street and, like, uh, right up from it. It was, like, mm. up a hill. Mm-hmm. And I get out of the car, and I'm, like, kind of looking around. And immediately in the first Did window. Did you park by the church? No, we parked in a residential. Mm-hmm. But in the, the first church. window that I look across at is a telescope. No way. Yeah. I was no like, way. I was like, wait a minute, what's happening here? Were they? Was it inside? Like a it window? was inside. It yeah. was inside. Were oh, they man. selling telescopes across the street? Nope, nope. There were people working on their driveway on the one side and a telescope in a window on the other. Yeah. And I wonder if it's the actual telescope from the movie Mystic Pizza. I hope it so. Could be. Yeah, like I don't know. You should have got. Uh, we we uh, we once knew like the model of that telescope. Like oh, okay, it was a uh... like twenty minutes ago, but um. No, that's cool. The way I the way I see it, like uh, when I look at the Instagram photos, it's like yeah, it's like a like a two like a double decker uh, restaurant. You know, there's an upstairs, and there's like a big fish tank, right? Yep. When you walk in, in the window. Uh huh. The bathroom's really hard to get to. It's really far away. Yeah. Mm. That was I was we were on a road trip, so and yeah. we just stopped there. And was I'm it really big enough for pee. for like uh, an employee and her like fiance slash like jilted lover? <laughs> to, like, uh, do something in together. Um, I assume just go to the bathroom simultaneously. That's what they were doing in there. Yeah, like, yeah. He, like he poops Between through the legs. her legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, I would say so. It had a small sink, so there wasn't, you know, too much in your way. Um, so it had one of those weird small sinks in the corner. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, I guess another big question is, uh, of course, did you see uh, miniatures and more, too? Oh, yeah, what's next door to Mystic Pizza? There's a bookstore yeah. across the way. Books and Across yeah. the way. Yeah. But it's its own, like, isolated thing? No, there is something next to it. Yeah. But I don't know, because we were really focused. There's a little <laughs> you, park. you didn't see what was next no, to it? No, I wasn't really, like, taking <laughs> it That's in. what we sent you there for. I know. <laughs> I know. I realize now, too. I'm like, shit, I didn't really, like, observe any of well, it. Well, in this movie, uh, Next to Mystic Pizza, is a place called More Than Miniatures 2, mm. which is the sequel to More Than Miniatures 1, we're assuming. Yeah. That there's another like, location. Or the sequel to More Than Miniatures 3. Yeah. Yeah, you could say. So, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's the squeakquel. There's a park next to it. Is that? Oh yeah. But it's really, there it's might really be a small. Park next to the one in here. It's just a mm. statue of a guy and his dog, and everybody stopped to take pictures. Like we were sitting there trying to eat, and for some reason, it was everybody needed to take a picture of this statue. It was like really? the Rocky of Mystic. No way. And then this kid Did walked you catch up. His name? No, we didn't even look at the plaque. <laughs> was it? Uh, what's his face? Elias Montrose? Yeah, maybe oh, it was a statue maybe. of Elias. You can assume that it probably was. Maybe it's Tim Travers. And there was a kid wearing an R.I.P. Harambe shirt standing no at this Mystic Pizza park with the dog. And I was like, this is, the, this is a slice of heaven, guys. I'm in the right town. This is a real slice of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool, though. Thanks for, uh, for, for stopping there for us. Yeah, for reporting for in. Yeah. Would you have stopped there if you uh, didn't know about the show? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. it's a, it was an eight-hour drive. Well, there you go. We, uh, <laughs> we had a positive impact yep. on your life. I met I met the people one, from one the movie down. basically, but not really. I just met the real life characters mm-hmm. that mm. work there. Yeah, such as uh, Cat was definitely there because I went in once. I went in and like interacted with this nice girl, showed me where the bathroom was, and then Anthony, my boyfriend, went in 
and he got some blonde girl who was really like flirty with him and I was like oh my god <laughs> you had Daisy and I had Kat and this is the best day of my life uh, well, were, they, were they like characters like actual characters no they were human oh. beings oh, wow. <laughs> they were just teenage girls that worked I thought it was like um, like... I thought you were talking about like uh, what was that restaurant you were talking about earlier with like the characters that come up to you uh, you mean like the one from Disney? Pulp Fiction? No, the one you saw on like Disney World or something. Jack Daddy Slims, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jack Daddy Slims, where like the characters from movies come up to you and serve you food. Mm-hmm. But I thought that's what you were talking about when you said that at first. No, like, I think they were just subconsciously. You were like, I had Cat and he the... had Daisy. I thought they were just like, or at least making jokes about being those characters. Maybe there's something about Mystic Pizza that just causes there to always be a cat and to always be a Daisy because listeners of the the show will recall from earlier early minutes this script was written while sitting in the real mystic pizza yeah it's true oh, or really? was conceived of mystic they were pizza inspired it's by like the uh, pizza? you know it really does have a lot of like mystic like aspects in it mystic pizza because uh there are like uh it's like a it's like a movie about tradition and there are like uh these character tropes you know so mm. it's like it's almost like fiddler on the roof a little bit it's like, uh, you know, if they're on the roof, there's like, there's like always a milkman and there's <laughs> always a banker and there's always a tailor, you know? And it's well, just like, I mean, and they're all in staged productions of Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, yeah. Well, like they're all they all have their jobs, and they're all like these certain types of people. And Mystic Pizza kind of has the same thing. Like, there's always a Daisy, and there's always a Cat, and there's mm-hmm. always a JoJo, and there's always a Leona. There's always you know? ushers, and there's always a Bill. There's always a Tim, and you don't monkey with tradition. Yeah. <laughs> While I tap my pen, and uh, yeah, they they they're, they're basically the same movie, Fiddler on the Roof and Mystic Pizza. Did you guys know there's a drawbridge right next to Mystic Pizza? Like yeah, I have no show it, uh, Like they definitely drive over that bridge during the uh, the Porsche montage, the, uh-huh. the flat tire sequence. Yeah, it took about twenty minutes for it to come back down while we oh, sat yeah. there, the <laughs> really far away and boats. unaware of why we were stuck. Yeah, and, you know, maybe that's in, uh, what it feels like to live in Mystic, Connecticut. Like, why are we so stuck? Well, maybe see the... if you live there, it's not stuck to you because it's just your everyday life. Like, maybe people don't. No, I meant metaphorically. I, I mean, they know it was a draw. Probably a Facebook they were smart. Like... I was like, why are these people turning away? What do they? They know. I went to school in Fort Lauderdale, and they had drawbridges, and it, like uh, just a lot of them, and <laughs> people would like schedule around them. Mm-hmm. You know? They'd just be like, well, you don't want to leave now. Drawbridges. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's probably like a Facebook page somewhere for Mystic Connecticut, and there's like a meme that says like, if, if you're too impatient for this drawbridge, you're not from Mystic. Yep. <laughs> I was not patient enough. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've seen pictures of that uh, drawbridge. It has like Mystic painted on it in white, mm-hmm. and it has a name, but it, I think it's just the Mystic Drawbridge. Yeah. But people like to take pictures by it because I check their face or Instagram. Well... You know, things with words on them, large things with words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. to be a magnet. <laughs> and we showed we were obviously on a reconnaissance mission just to get yeah. pizza because we did not actually recon any of the area. I didn't read any signs. Mm-hmm. We only saw that there was a food fest happening, which we didn't go to specifically to go to the pizza place. So. Yeah. You know, we you could have just died. Uh, yeah, we have our own food fest. You could have skipped this fiasco entirely and went straight to Mystic Pizza 2, which is in Stonington. And I uh, hear that's like a lot easier to get to. 
Yeah, uh, I did not know and that. Like I a, thought it like was a, a one and only. Pizza. Was... Well, you know, you're not getting the same experience, but uh, it's like an offshoot. It's like uh, the play. The, it's like what happened when Mystic Pizza got too big, mm-hmm. which is kind of like uh, what my restaurant. Or needs you could have just gone to your local grocery store and picked up Mystic Pizza frozen pizzas. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Or you know, you could have just jumped off that bridge. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Life is worthless anyway. <laughs> the end. This is the Mystic Pizza Minute. Mm-hmm. This is a podcast in which we discuss the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle, Mystic Pizza, one minute at a time, having never seen it before. Uh, I'm David Holford. I'm John Windsor. And with us today we have Caitlin Fontecchio. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome to the Three Timers Club. Yeah, you're the third three timers club. Ooh, so, you know, yeah. that's mystic. Some yeah. three, three, three action. Yeah, yeah there's you and oh, there's yeah. Dominique. And you're in a you're in a club of two. And Steve. Oh, and Steve. Yeah, but he's our. <laughs> you know, he's like the third person anyway. Three. <laughs> I don't know the show. Two. I really liked it on our Facebook. You were like, start listening at episode seven to see where it gets good. <laughs> well, just throw Steve right under the bus. I didn't throw Steve under the bus, first of all. That's just when it starts sounding really good, you know? Uh-huh. Like, uh, we had seven episodes. It has to start somewhere. That weren't all that great. And so why not start after Steve? Yeah, because, you know, and that's when... <laughs> all right, well, maybe I'll throw that in, too, also. But, yes, yeah, sorry. Well, it's like the first season of something. Well, we had this guy... always spit on his bed. But... We, had, we had this guy, <laughs> Will Ball, on. spit on his bed, Steve. Yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't explain your way out of this one. You blew it. Well, we had this guy, Will Ball, on, and he was, like, an actual guest. Steve is, like, the producer and editor of the show. Uh, he is on every he's show. He's, like, half of a person. He's, like, the guy behind yeah. the curtain. I'm not throwing anybody <laughs> under a bus. I'm I'm just he was already there I'm under the bus Steve where he belongs, episode. right? Is that what you're saying, so John? So that, that, <laughs> that was the episode with our first official guest, mm-hmm. I'm going right. to say, which Steve kind of isn't. He's he's an official person. He's a man. You, Steve, you're a guy that exists. Fuck you. And that's something this to be. This is so cold. <laughs> Only because you're making it. I'm being professional here. I'm just saying that's where all the good episodes start after number seven. We're they at only minute get forty-five. Windsor's having a breakdown. What in this minute? Uh, Caitlin, do you want to describe for us what happens in this minute? They well, speaking of how cold that was, they build a toasty, toasty fire in the yuppies' big, big house. And they start having a little chat, which Julia Roberts seems to have ulterior motives to yeah. chat him through this situation so that she can maybe leave a shoe clue behind at the end for him to follow. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like that, like, I, I was pointing this out while we were watching it, that, like, uh, because she's in one shot, and then when it cuts back to her, she's no longer in the next, like, we can figure out exactly when <laughs> she starts, like, tiptoeing away mm-hmm. in order to uh, achieve this effect. Mm-hmm. So she, like, asks him a question. She goes, uh, how's it going for you? About like dating her, basically, yeah. Yeah. and then he well, kind of first she says like, uh, "Is this a habit?" You know, picking well, up. yeah, the towny lore. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess we can cover the conversation in order. So first, <laughs> she's like, "Must get kind of lonely here," mm-hmm. and he's like. I like it that way because I'm all like brooding and like and also mysterious. That's the way Didn't I like he mention it, like there's no power in the house and he kind of like yeah he's he I mean that was at the end of the very end of the last minute but right yeah so he's like rejected by his father he's just like yeah really I'm starting to get what Daisy sees in this guy I think <laughs> at very least right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like he's like he's a misfit in his own family he's like the beast from Beauty and the Beast <laughs> yeah he's a, he's a little beastly yeah. <laughs> this guy this uh, guy. 
So this is, yeah, this is where he goes to, like, play his organ, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and the Beast wears a cable knit sweater, like, at the, when he's a human. Doesn't he wear, like, a nice sweater at the end? Does mm-hmm. he? Probably. I thought he just wore the same thing that the Beast wore, but, like, with a human head on top of it. But, well, yeah, like, wasn't that, like, a white, fit like, a long better. sleeve kind of... Yeah, I, I think don't know. This, this, is a, this is a locked-in memory. The Beast, when he's pre, the Beast, just wears really tight clothes. Conscious brains. Uh-huh. And then when he, like, shrinks back, he's like, oh, he's, you know, finally my clothes fit. Yeah, I but they're like not move more freely. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. just they kind of like they're not tattered or anything. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Right. So anyway, what was your original point? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So he's. I mean, uh, I was gonna say I. It's gone. The point's gone. Point's gone. Uh, welcome to Beauty and the Beast Minute. <laughs> I, I know there's already one of those. We met the guy who does it. Yeah, nice guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, we're talking about Beauty and the Beast now because apparently we're, that's well, like a trend on Mr. Well, it's because yeah. uh, Caitlin here actually starred as the Beast in a production of Beauty and the Beast. That's true. I certainly did. The year mm-hmm. was 1984, uh-huh. and I was four years less than alive, <laughs> and it was also before the movie came out, and I don't know when mm-hmm. the story was written, and it was a big hit. I won all the dates to the prom. That was that was what I did. <laughs> now, when they transitioned from the beast to the person, yeah, how did they, did do they the let you play the that? person, or were yeah. they like? No, it was it was definitely like the body in the suit of of uh, Darth Vader. It uh-huh. was they really screwed me out of my big moment where I could take off that itchy mask they made me wear. Mm-hmm. So you had to just like fall behind the curtain, and then somebody else took your place. Yes, someone much more much more beautiful and. A man <laughs> than me. <laughs> this is kind of a, uh, a self-referential joke to like a previous guest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I was not ever this. Did no, you have no. <laughs> we had another guest that was uh, the Beast in a production of Beauty and the Beast, and that only came out because we started discussing Beauty and the Beast, and then <laughs> we were discussing Beauty and the Beast in another episode. And we started asking him how it was being the beast in it, and he got confused. Now it's just a tradition. The point is, we stopped talking about Mystic Pizza. Yeah. As soon as we started talking about being the beast. Well, but there are parallels to Disney things. I mean, she leaves the shoe here for him to follow, mm-hmm. you know, on yeah. a little scavenger hunt. It's Cinderella, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, we do get a little Cinderella and shot And she's here. kind of cinderella right? She's like, like she's, uh, yeah. you know, it's not a glass slipper. That's, that's a black. What, please? That's, that's, a, black a, pump. that's a patent leather. Stiletto from brand the eighties. That is unworn. the glass slipper of nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clearly, brand new and unworn. Even though she's dressed casually. Well, maybe she uh, she just got that from the shoe store, and she's gonna return it after. Like we don't even know she, that she uh, was wearing that. She could have just pulled that out of her purse. <laughs> 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 so there is only one shoe, so it really it was does in her hair. There's like a riddle printed no, on the been. sole of it. Her hair was actually. <laughs> it's uh, just like I sleep at the day and walk at night. What am I? Yeah. <laughs> She couldn't have put it in her hair this scene because no for once it's not huge. It's yeah, like yeah. she actually it's flat ironed, and I think that was also showing like- her predetermined actions for the night. She wanted to make sure that her hair would look casual, oh, like yeah. slept on, huh. like mm. let's go do it. I thought maybe he had just, like, scooped her up off the street somewhere while she was, like, out running groceries or something. No, I feel like her hair was more prepared in this, like, flat, normal look than... Yeah, yeah, I I wrote down here, uh, yeah, her hair is, like, down this time. It's, like, nothing fancy, you know, she didn't tassel it up. It's just, like, She's just a laid-back kind of gal. Yep. uh, Laid-back. This is a laid-back Yeah, so do you think the next, like, minute is going to, like, involve her being laid-back? Yep. 
Uh, maybe. I, I think uh, the next minute is going to be him looking for more clues. I know. I was wondering, <laughs> yeah. I was so, wondering like, that, uh, too. Where do you guys think the next clue is going to be? Probably Can you guys chair, figure right? out where the next clue is? Yeah, how far into this giant mansion well, do you think she goes? It could be two minutes of scavenger hunt, mm-hmm. like the pool scene that never ended for you guys. I think right. it's going to be like, uh, he's going to, it's going to go kind of POV shot to his point of view, and he's going to like look forward, bend forward, and there's going to be like the other shoe in a doorway, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, well, clearly she went through there. And then he goes through, and then there's, like, you know, a big, like, long silk scarf. <laughs> what if he, like, goes into the kitchen, and the next shoe is, like, hanging from the ceiling fan? <laughs> like, on the drawstring, you know? Like, she just got, like, super uncreative with, like, her leaving clues around. It's like, what'd you put it on the fan for? Or, you know, maybe maybe she didn't leave that shoe. Maybe the the old groundskeeper who's still living in the house took her. Oh my god! Yeah, maybe she got like swiped. And he's gonna think this is playful, and he's looking, and then he never finds her until they find her body six years from now. (laughs) Like he finds her next shoe, but it's like uh, it's like followed by a little blood trail. Yeah, and he's like, (laughs) oh shit, (laughs) this just got weird. This isn't sexy anymore. Frightening. <laughs> this is very frightening. I think a murder just happened. But I didn't do it, and no or, one believes him. I Biggest trial of the century, and then Vincent D'Onofrio becomes the SV. No, wait, the Law and Order. He's not an SVU guy. He gets uh, the criminal detective. Intent. Yeah, criminal intent. Oh, this movie's about to get really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe she's trying to get like uh, the jump on uh, Charlie here because uh, she kind of knows that he's a murderer a little bit, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh my God, Charlie just brought me to this weird house." You know, he's going to try to murder me in some, like, uh, sneaky, conniving way. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm going to murder him first. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to turn the tables. Her with, like, a uh, night vision goggles and, like, a crossbow. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to lure him with, like... Into predator. I'm going to lure him with, like, what accessories I have on, like, through the house into my trap. It's just, like, gonna, a like, neck <laughs> comes up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It was in her purse. Like well, the that's, shoe was. she does check. She asks, you know, about like, oh, is this your trick and the tone, the towny lure? And he kind of mm. looks and he's looking into the fire. And I feel like I saw a sly smirk. And he's like, no, you're the first. I mean, but maybe it's like, no, you're my next victim. I, yeah. Get ready. I think we're supposed to take him at his word that like this is the first time he's had this happen to him or whatever. Uh-huh. So but not a movie his about actions it? really seem suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, he had that answer pretty prepared. Yeah, and he like, had no, that if you're fire. the first. <laughs> Don't you worry. He, he had that fire ready to go. True. The you log know? was already in there. There was kindling down because he just like lights a match. Mm-hmm. That's how it works for rich people. Yeah. That's how they light fires. Yeah, maybe she's not the first. That's a weird response to give anyway. Like, if somebody asks you, like, so do you take all your girls here? I don't like, that's a weird question, actually. Like, there's no answer to that question, but his was wrong. Yeah, yeah. If, if this is really the first time he's done it, then, like, he, like, was really uncreative and, like, just, like, thinking about the possibilities that were, like, available to him. Because, like, this seems really obvious in hindsight. Like, oh, I'm just, like, I'm, like, a brooding, super rich guy with a Porsche. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to, like, come sweep this girl that wants to leave town off her feet mm-hmm. and take her back to, like, my big, like, empty, lonely mansion and light, like, a fire. Yeah. But it's yeah, in he's her like, town so she can stay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I got to light that fire because, really, I have nothing left. Like, yeah. I pulled out all the stops and the only he thing nothing, I have left is fire. He had nothing left to stare off into broodingly. Mm-hmm. He needed the fire for that so that he could... Look at it longer than normal when you don't get an answer from a person you're having a conversation with, and he's like, 
why isn't she answering? But mm-hmm. took like 30 seconds to turn around. Mm-hmm. That fire was important to him mm. and his character development. It's true. Yeah, yeah. This is like a, this is kind of like a stripped down kind of night anyway for also, the both of them, you know? It's fire like, safety note. Like, she knows that he's lighting this fire. And then she's just like, and now, like, while he's doing that, I'm going to lure him out of the room, mm-hmm. leaving the fire, un- uh, you know, unsupervised. We gotta let the room heat up. And right, well, she couldn't She couldn't take off her clothes in there because what if they get caught on fire? Uh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. She was thinking fire safety mm-hmm. <laughs> to get as far away from it as possible. Yeah. What if she's just really afraid of fire and it was like, we're interpreting this as a romantic <laughs> gesture, but she just like scrambled away like an animal. She's just like, <laughs> and just like lost her shoe as she was like scrambling over the couch. The red, yeah. <laughs> the red flower. <laughs> and not a lot of notes on this minute. No, it's, it's yeah, I don't know. It, it, it kind of sped through. It's just. I have one question. Um, was this the first instance actual of the actual use of the word townie? Because I know oh, yeah. that he had been using that word, but like, I can't remember if we picked it up from the film or if that was just, you know, these are very clearly townies. Yeah, I think I don't think I've heard it, but obviously I haven't been watching it as closely. As yeah, you yeah, guys. it's definitely the first time you hear it in this movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But, um, yeah, I don't have too many notes on this minute. I mean, it's all leading up to an, another more important and much funner scene. Yeah, this. yeah. This is just, like, foreplay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this, uh, this uh, <laughs> investigation he's about to go on. <laughs> yeah, that's the exciting scene. It's him, like, it can go anyway. Like, Hello? <laughs> Hello? Like, and it notes. turns into, like, the others and, like ghosts running through the place and he's like oh boy he's like you're gonna have to help us out, help me out here we have like 18 bedrooms <laughs> <laughs> what, if she, what if she just leads him to like uh just the, the strangest place in the house <laughs> just like there's like a pantry like here's the water heater <laughs> this is where i feel most comfortable <laughs> she's like hugging the hot water heater <laughs> you found me <laughs> it's already warm we don't have to light a fire yeah. <laughs> uh so who do we think won the minute who won the minute? I guess Daisy did. Yeah, Daisy yeah. did. She's luring us yeah. on an exciting adventure. Yeah, she like uh, set him up with that question, knowing very yeah. well that she wasn't going to stick around to hear the answer. Yep. You know, she had lowered her voice to get really sultry and like. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah, she she got the jump on him. He was like, uh, he told her he was like, you can do whatever you want on that couch. And she was just like, you know what I want to do on this couch? You Disappear. I know. Yeah. I've actually, I actually, I was hoping, I was hoping actually that he would just turn around and she would just be really naked, uh, like really fast. Oh like, man, I, was, I wanted it to be that. I was but. really hoping for that because I kind of predicted that in like the last minute. I was like, what if she like just a hundred percent does what he just said, like just anything like she wants. Artist kind of thing. Just like the clothes are nowhere to be seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, does anybody else have anything for this minute? I do not. No. Yeah, there wasn't too much research to be done or, you know, people to look up because it was just a Charlie and Daisy episode. But it was, uh, or, yeah, it was a good, uh, it was a good minute. I yeah, maybe it. we'll do some research on, uh, the guy that plays Charlie for the next episode. We can... Yeah. Have yeah, we gotten yeah. into him before? I think we did a little bit, but we should, uh, you know, we should... What Give you... the actors more their due. Yeah, yeah, give the actors more of their due and kind of create, like, a fresh start for the show to begin with, you know? Just, like, reintroduce all the players because now they are players on the board, you know? Mm -hmm. They're not Mm -hmm. just people who you're guessing about. They are, like, you know a lot of stuff about these people. So I guess we'll elaborate more on the actors playing them in uh, the minutes to come. So uh, stay tuned. 
And thank you, Caitlin, for coming back. Thank you to Steve for being our editor, uh, the third person on the <laughs> podcast. So when he comes on, he's not really actually a guest, but I guess you can call him one. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Hey, if you uh, if you uh, if this is your first time to Mystic Pizza Minute and you haven't heard the first ones, just skip the first four and start from episode five. Yeah, was that that hard? <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Oh, it's so hard. Thank you, Bungler, for doing our music, and I'm going to see you guys later. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>